This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains conversation pieces about COVID-19. If you would like information about the vaccines or COVID-19, please head over to cdc.gov. Since the dawn of social media, people have been taken to their social media outlet and have documented their life. From pictures of events, family outings, and even iconic selfies, social media has become a new way to stay in touch with friends and family and document life events. Through the evolution of social media, going viral is something that many people are aware of. The term viral translates to something being posted and viewed by the thousands, if not millions. The video can be seen everywhere, occasionally making the news as well. People who enjoyed the subject of paranormal have made it their point throughout the years to use social media as a documentation method of paranormal experiences. Some people posting mystifying videos that undoubtedly have something unexplainable in them. Yet, there are many people who use social media and the subject of paranormal to trick people with naive minds. These fake videos are enjoyable to some, but to the paranormal lover, it is a burden to their studies and their possible evidence. As the more fake videos arise on social media, it is easy for skeptics to claim all paranormal videos are entirely fiction. One of the most common videos that would make airwaves of social media were UFO sightings. Recently, UFOs have become acknowledged as a factual occurrence. Now videos of UFO sightings on social media are more believable with few skeptics remaining. However, in regards to ghosts, cryptids, and other paranormal occurrences, many videos out there have been faked, leading paranormal enthusiasts with actual unexplained videos with little credibility. Now Joey and Billy dive into the world of trending paranormal videos via TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and many other outlets. They will talk about videos out there that are in fact unexplainable and some that are undoubtedly fake. They will discuss what it will take for real paranormal evidence to go viral and be talked about on the news. Will the world of fake sideline the videos of the real unexplainable events? This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast begins now. Joey, we are back. Another episode, another week. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Ready to rock. You know, this week at work just kicked my ass and this just I'm I'm actually very tired today. Same, I'm not gonna lie. I'm very tired today. Um, but excited because we are a week away from filming our first YouTube video, which is going to be in Sleepy Hollow. So I am so stoked. We were talking about it before we recorded our game plan. Um, just a quick shout out to Sleepy Hollow Country on Instagram. Exactly how I said it is how it appears on Instagram. It is the one of the greatest pages on social media on Instagram for Sleepy Hollow stuff. There's always content on there. And if you are a person that lives in New York City, Connecticut, um, I would go check out Sleepy Hollow because it is 100% a place people think of during Halloween. There's a ton of events going on. The Jack-O-Lantern Blaze, the um, shops and the whole village of Sleepy Hollow set up for Halloween. We're going there to explore the history and how the legend came to be. And we have a very kind person that you'll be seeing in that episode appear and um 
She's going to be taking us around and showing us the historics and going in depth. She's very knowledgeable on the subject. So we are looking forward to that. Um, in the background, just for an FYI, if you hear the cat toys, um, someone was really nasty and did something kind of kind of shitty. But they left the cat outside my mom's house and just left it there. So long story short, my mom took it in and we are it's in the studio. <laughs> That's where the cat is, is. Long story short, we're going to be interviewing the cat. Yeah, <laughs> this, the cat was left in the studio. We saved the cat. So this, the cat's in the studio. We're going to see if we he had speaks. to put it. So um, if you hear any meowing or cat toys in the background, we apologize. But we did the right thing. My family and the cat is here. But Joey, take it away on what we're talking about today, buddy. Trop, trending categories on social media about the paranormal. You heard the monologue, really right. fake stuff. I tried to do the monologue myself. <laughs> I, I know you're zero for two. <laughs> Your batting average oh, really sucks, I'm right? I'm gonna strike out soon. Your average really sucks. Send me sucks. the next one. I'll, I'll make sure you. You get are it. like the Trey Turner of monologues right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Guillermo Stanton of monologues. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, a couple of weeks ago, what did we see? This is a great way to start this off, right? We had that lady on the plane. Yeah, yeah. And she's that motherfucker right there is not real. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We had this lady on the plane and she was bugging out and social media went apeshit. Ham. The paintings, the thing you posted the other day was gold. That's pure internet gold. I want that painting actually. It's it's a cool good. painting. I wouldn't mind hanging up. It's in the hilarious. Studio. Like that would that would be a dope painting. When this studio, studio gets actually like started and, and like finished, there's gonna be some like sick shit there's here. And that's like stuff. one painting I would hundred percent hang up down here is that there were aliens in it. Everything we talk about was in that painting. It was it's like it was <clears> that so yeah, whoever like, whoever did that like, hands down, it deserves an award for that. <laughs> Seriously. But the internet took that video and went ham with it. Yeah. And we seen video. You sent me one. Remember you sent me that video and you were like, uh, the guy was, he was in on, he was an elaborate story on that. He was on the plane and he was going in depth telling the details of what she might have saw. And everyone was like, you were sold on this video. Now, mind you, you sent me the video. I don't know if you watched the entirety of it. But I did because I had seen it earlier. Right. So, you know, something that my lady hates that I do is I'm, you know, podcast is like my pride and joy. It's like a hobby. It's my pride and joy. So at night I look at things on social media. Anything that's related to what Anything we talk that's about. related to what we talk about, you know. Um, so long story short, I watched that video when it aired in the entirety. And I was like, this guy was really on the flight. He sold me on the story. Turns out right at the 30 second mark at the end of that video. He was like, I was just bullshitting you for four and a half minutes just to see how gullible people are. Right. And he, people like didn't go through the entirety of the video and they just started. Just to see, yeah. Just to see how many people would send it before, yeah. before finishing. And the comments, like you can read the people commenting who read, who watched the whole video and who didn't. And some of the comments were like, bro, it's crazy. What was the flight number? You know, and that's what. It just so, goes to show they didn't, they didn't even watch the whole video yeah. to the end. The guy sold it on the on the first like minute. And I half. watched the whole thing. I just sent it to you anyway, just because I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, I, 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 so that's what social media is doing when it comes to the paranormal. So as like my monologue says, there's a lot of fake videos out there. When I saw that video before all the topics came out, what's the like, percentage of fake videos versus real videos? You think? 
I don't paranormal. I I don't have the exact number. I don't think anyone would. But if you wanted to like ask me personal opinion, I'd say about 70% of the videos out there on all outlets are entirely fake. And I have people send me videos all the time. You know, people that follow the the page SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, My brother sends me stuff from time to time. Actually, nine out of 10 things he sends me are actually real. Like, uh, did you end up posting those UFOs that you sent me the other day? I did. I did. And, um, I posted it on Reddit. You didn't post it in a, in a story, did you? I, it's on a reel. It's on a reel. It's on a reel. I put, po- and uh, I sent you the, the, the next day that I didn't even post that yet. My, one of my friends sent me something he saw the day after oh. in Manhattan. Same object. Um, Dario, one of our guests that came on twice, he said it was a lanterns, a lantern, Were people lighting lanterns in. Manhattan and lighting lanterns in the, in the Bronx. Bronx. 36 years in the Bronx. I've never seen a lantern. I don't a know. A Japanese yeah, lantern, Chinese sure. lantern. I've never seen it in my life. But also they were like, they were kind of like, it was like synchronicity. They were like, they were very equally that's, distant spaced apart from one another. That's what I said. I said that and I posted it on Reddit. Now this is why I don't post on Reddit. I posted a UFO video in 2021 that was filmed in Yonkers. It was 2021 or early 2022. Not, I don't really remember. And... um I remember when you sent it to me. I posted it on Reddit and uh, I did everything the right way. Apparently, I posted this last video and it got taken down because I didn't put the time or where the location was. When you watch the reel, everything is in the fucking information. When I, right, it's right. the same exact TikTok reel I, I posted it on Reddit. So they took it down. But I got a comment before they took it down. The guy was like, it's a Chinese lantern fly. I'm like, another one. And I'm not saying it, it's, not. it's not. I'm not discrediting Dario's opinion or that person's. I just know that. What I saw was it was up there and it was probably more than 5,000 feet. I know I said 5,000 feet. It probably was a little higher. Yeah. But from just from the looks of the video, like 13,000 was probably a good yeah, number. So let's rock with the lanternfly thing or whatever lanternfly, the uh, Chinese uh, lanterns. lanterns. They were flying in synchro, synchro, like synchronicity, synchronicity right, right. right? And they both disappeared. At the same time. So Dario was saying, well, it reached a certain height where the, the, the lantern, they the go light, out. The light no went oxygen. out. So I was like, well, I don't think it was that high yet for it to go. But also, if have you ever, I've released lanterns before. I've done it in Florida. Um, when you release them, they don't stay together. They drift apart. Like, there's just no telling where they're going to go. One right. will go east, the other one will go I, west. And I, that's, they get caught in different streams up there. And there's no way that they can stay that close together and that unison and, and that far. Right. It just doesn't happen. I don't think they were lanterns, Chinese, Japanese lanterns, whichever it was. Uh, I Unless somebody purposely ties them together. I was thinking that. So I will say that. like People have tied them together in the past and then, then they'll stay. I, I was thinking that and... You know, I told Dario, and Dario doesn't really necessarily believe because of what we talked about last week with right. the government, and, and I, I don't blame him. So, but I'm not discrediting his opinion or my opinion. But if you watch the reel that I posted, and I posted it on TikTok and Instagram, I didn't say they were UFOs. I just said that I saw something strange in the sky that was definitely not a drone, and definitely not a helicopter right. or a plane. And it's so funny what goes, and when we're talking about basically viral things that go viral today right like it's so funny that something that's that's 
real, right? You didn't edit it. It's not like, it's clearly not, um, some of these videos, they get like millions of views and, and it's clearly like done by a CGI or, or a computer edit. It's just completely like F-18s chasing down UFOs in Nevada and stupid shit like that. Like, and you, if you look carefully enough and you know what you're looking for, you're like, okay, this is, this is clearly CGI. This is a good, it's a, it's a good video, but it's not like, I, I didn't think for a moment after I watched it that that was legitimate, right? Um, but yet people send it to one another over and over and over and over again because they're just, they're not like really like trying to look for something specific that determines whether it's fake or real. They just send it to someone if it's a sensationalized video. But something that you post that's very questionable, right, won't get those kind of hits because it's like, uh, it's it's not like, it's not sensationalized enough for me to send it to a friend, so it's not going to go viral. But yours could have been more, is obviously more credible than, you know, something that was CGI'd. So that kind of like, that always trips me up about UFOs, you know. And, and the same thing with the paranormal, how you, how, you, how you were saying like, anyone who's into the paranormal is, you know, social media can be a pain in the ass for them because they they'll have to sit there and discredit so many things before they actually get one that's actually okay this is uh this is pretty unexplainable you know you know it's crazy um when you mentioned the f the f-18s flying and people making these videos and stuff like that social media has become so toxic right it, it's it, it really went from it's about money and clicks yeah it, clickbait, it clickbait. really meant went from people posting pictures of just family and some people still use it obviously for that but it, it really went from a way of staying connected with one another to i want attention on me or can i make a viral video which i alluded to in my monologue that it's a really big hardship on people that enjoy the paranormal and try to get their evidence um bradford from ghost magnet paranormal on instagram i had him on a while back and he posts content on his Instagram page and his YouTube page. And there will be skeptics maybe watching or coming across his page that, that will say it's fake because of the things they see on TikTok and Instagram right. that are faked. So people are perpetuating paranormal stuff by faking it just to get people to watch the video. And um, they even did it with the war in Ukraine early. The ghost of Kiev. I didn't hear about that. So the ghost of Kiev, paraphrasing here, because it was a while back, right at the beginning of the war in, in Ukraine, um, there was like dog battles. Mm -hmm. And people were saying that there was one pilot, Ukrainian pilot, that was taking out Russian fighter jets at ease. And he became nicknamed the ghost of Kiev. So I heard this come up and I heard the word ghost. So I was like, oh. Let's look into this story. And I'm reading the story and the story for like the first week of when the war started. It was like a, a story out there that this guy's taking out Russian uh, Russian planes with ease and stuff like that. And then they had a, a video footage that came out. Well, it turns out that the story was totally bogus. The video people put out there on social media was a clip from a video game which we all know video games now look highly realistic. Like I've had my... Yeah, Re Real Engine 5 just came out and there's some stuff that like you'll watch and you don't... Like there's a video of a a, a train, like uh, not a train, 
I would say it's a, a train station at mm-hmm. night and the video went viral and it, I didn't realize why it went viral. And I, I kept seeing this video come up and I'm like, it's kind of creepy. It's, it's kind of haunty. It's just like this empty train station and somebody walking through it and filming. I was like, why would anybody film a train station? And then I had to read the comments and in the comments, I found out that the whole thing was real engine was real engine five was, and it, it just sensational how much detail it it looks like the real world. Well, that goes back when we were talking about the AI stuff and when the matrix movie came out, like the, Um, I mean, once, once VR gets a hold of, if they can put you real engine five together bring it last week, by the oh, way. Oh, I didn't bring it. Fuck, we're gonna we're gonna get it going. I gotta try it. We're gonna get it. I, going. I forgot myself, but the that's Unreal Engine came out with that Matrix game. It was a demo just to show people what it looks like. But long story short, they were using pieces of the video game for the Ghost of Kiev, and it was a total total lack of fiction, and it was a total thing of fiction, and they were you know basically using video from uh, a video game. So then you go on social media. You know what? Tell everybody about what you told me before we record. Yes. Let's lead into so, that. That's a great so story. Um, and I remember um, this. Imagine for a minute you had a real paranormal experience like or, or just a real haunting in general. And you told your story and nothing happened and nobody believed it. It's like you're, you're literally trying to tell this story because you need help and you need an outlet of some sort. Um, but then, right, like... For for someone who's into paranormal, that's like the holy grail, like finding something that's real in the midst of all this fakeness. Um, and I spoke with with Billy about it. Um, there's um before before we went on air, it's there's a movie coming out October 13, and it's called um, it says it's called Dear David: The Haunting of Adam Ellis. Now, if you're not familiar with the story of Adam Ellis, six in 2017, 17, 18, 19, 20, so like six years ago, um, Adam Ellis posted on Twitter that he was being haunted by a dead child and the child was trying to kill him. And the, the post went viral. Like, And he kept talking about it. It wasn't just one post that went viral. So it was he posted once and then he, he had the second time he posted, he said, uh, it started appearing in my dreams, but I think it crossed over into the real world. And then he said, I had it had a huge misshapen dent on the side of its head. And I drew it here to try to give you guys the best look of, at what I'm seeing. And for some reason, this this story about this guy's apparent haunting went viral. And then he said that he ended up moving upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then when he moved upstairs, the ghost didn't follow him. And then... He was curious and ended up looking in the keyhole of the other apartment and could see in the other apartment something moving back and forth in the apartment that he used to live in. So this this story went so viral and got so sensationalized that he was offered, uh, just based off of his tweets about this, that they ended up making a, a feature film about this guy. And like for someone who's into paranormal, that's got to like, it's got to really like sting, sting, you know, it's got to really like fucking blow your mind. Like here's this fake fucking story that everyone's going to sit through and listen to and watch, you know, when there's probably maybe other real credible or maybe, I don't know, you know, um, who's to say whether it goes surreal or not. But what if somebody does really have some kind of credible story that's not entirely fiction and it's not getting any kind of like, 
you know, any kind of attention whatsoever because somebody else went viral for a, a fake sensationalized story. And it goes back to what I was saying about like sensationalizing things, like making it that much more, you know, odd so that people can get attracted to the post and, and share it and like it. And it's about, at the end of the day, like we talked about, it's about money and sensationalizing a story the best that you can so that you can make money off of it. And that's that's a good thing about social media, but it's also like, it's a bad thing for purists. It's a double-edged it, sword. It's a double-edged sword, for sure. And it's a bad thing for purists in certain spaces, whether it's paranormal, whether it's UFO, or whether it's any any other kind of industry, right? Because... You can sensationalize something and next thing you know, you're famous off of it. And like, like for instance, um, I'll relate it to something that I know, like baseball. A guy goes to one of these little carnivals, ends up throwing like 96, 97 on the gun at one of these carnivals. The video goes viral. A major league team sees it, wants some, some notoriety in the press. Like the Oakland A's. Long time ago, the Oakland A's signed a kid, a young kid who was throwing in like in the mid nineties at a carnival. He, that's how he got discovered. But like, let's say that same kid. Did he ever go anywhere? I, he never ended up going anywhere. No, no. He, I, he might still be like playing professional baseball or something. Like not like major league baseball, but I haven't heard anything mm. of, of him like making it to the bigs or anything. Um, But there are so many talented individuals who do throw that hard, Right who won't get signed by a major league team or won't get looked at for whatever, because they're just not in the right place at the right time. And uh, stuff like that is, is just frustrating. That's the double-edged sword of social media. It, it helps you get lucky and get seen. But also, if you're not one of those people, you know, you're, you're left in the dust and your story is never to be heard. It's, unfor it's unfortunate, you know, because people, like I said, Ghost Magnet Paranormal, Bradford, he posts all this good stuff. And we had a conversation when he was on as a guest that about episodes, about like a new TV series. And I gave an, I, I expressed an idea on the episode and he was like, that's a great idea. And the idea was Discovery Plus, Discovery Channel, Travel, they make a show about going through YouTube or Instagram, finding I, I wouldn't say amateur because there's people out there that are really not amateurs. Like I don't consider myself an am amateur paranormal investigator. I've been doing this stuff for a long time, studying it for a long time. But my idea was that they have a show called am Amateur Investigations mm -hmm. um, or Social Media Paranormal, which they would go online. That's just off the top of my head uh, as, a, as a name. The show would start by going online and having like Josh Gates. I used him as an example. Right. Josh Gates, he, you show his face. He's pseudo, on the, Is he's, he an archaeologist or he's like a pseudo He has a, a degree in archaeology. Yeah. So he would start the show off with seeing him go online and pull up a, a page. Let's say our page, the SWAB underscore podcast. He sees our reels and then they film him making a phone call. Obviously, it would be a fake phone call. They'd already have us on board, sign the paperwork, whatever. Right. I pick up the phone. Yeah, we're ready to go. Josh Gates would be like, all right, Billy, you're going to be uh, flown to your destination. Meet at LaGuardia at this time. They fly us out there, me and you. We go there. Josh Gates meets us. You are at um, the Queen Mary. Josh, if you're listening, you hear this? This is, yeah. this is foreshadowing. So you're at the Queen Mary. <laughs> you guys are set to investigate the Queen Mary. We're going to have a camera crew with you guys. They film us. 
because they selected us for that episode. Right. On the Queen Mary, we do our investigation, we show our findings, episode done. The following week, they find Bradford, Ghost Magnet Paranormal. They fly him out to the Conjuring House in Connecticut. He investigates the Conjuring House. They film him. Same concept every week. Josh Gates yeah, yeah. goes online. That's something fresh. He's just going. He's going to find whatever different goes viral. people online, not viral, just different, just different investigators that have good content and good techniques and good whatever. That's interesting. And every week, so, is, so he's not just picking people who are viral. No, it would be he's picking people that have that do paranormal investigations. That's awesome. So that's that would be my idea. That would that's the idea for the the TV show that I would present, and and it's a good idea because you know you're tired of. I mean, me personally. You're tired of seeing Zach Bagans um, and the same same, over same and over shows again. over. Matter of fact, and, they and rejuvenated. You know, and you know they fabricate some of those episodes. Absolutely, for sure. they went they went from being real to like a lot of it's fabricated now and it's overkill. Um, they rejuvenated Ghost Hunters. They brought back some of the originals from the original show. Yeah, for sure. I think it would it's a great concept because I think it would be really interesting to see. New the faces. variety of new faces, new techniques, and, and new investigation techniques, new right. new new equipment. You know, and um, FYI, Bradford was like, and just new reactions, like you yeah, know, like new faces, new reactions. Bradford literally told me, "Shut your mouth and 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 copyright this, and don't talk about it. Get the idea out there." I tried to go on Discovery Plus to submit this idea on more than one occasion. They're gonna take your idea and run with it, bro. Dude, well, it's it's been recorded. It was recorded on an episode. I can go back to the episode and be like, they stole my idea, and I would make money either way. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, long story short, I tried to submit the idea about four or five times, and it won't send. It just is not giving me the ability to send. And I filled out the fucking thing five times, like three paragraphs of the idea and how it should be, and even and even even suggested who would be the front man because Josh Gates very popular on Discovery. Right. Like he would be the guy leading or Lisa Chobots or Phil Nevins from Phil Nieves or Nevis, whatever his name is from Expedition X. That's another favorite show of mine. Whatever. It didn't happen. Moral of the story is you're right. People out there that should be getting the credit and the attention are not. And because they're not at the right place at the right time, or there's so many fake things out there that when videos are posted, like for me, for instance, I put the UFO stuff out there, got a couple of clicks on Instagram, a couple of clicks on on TikTok, put it to Reddit, two snarky comments. Dario really didn't believe or or this didn't really believe or, you know, you know, disbelieve, but he said it could be this, it could be that. It's so hard to put for and that was with UFOs. I think he's pretty obtuse about it. I think he's open. From, and this was with the UFOs. conversations we had even after off air. I think he's pretty open yeah, to the he fact is. that like but this was about UFOs, which publicly came out. And his his thing is, I agree, is he doesn't really believe it because the government's involved now, which is understandable. But I put out the video and there was negative comments. And we're living in a world now where so much is actually like faked out there that it's very, very hard to when you find something real. That's the cat scope in the litter box for everybody you know in the background. <laughs> it's so It's so hard nowadays because people are just literally... Um, putting out fake stuff. One thing for one thing recently. This is a recent video that got a lot of attention, and people out there are believing it. And then, of course, there are people that don't believe it. Right now, if you watch the video, you'll see right away it's it's a fake video, and someone's just making a video to make you scared. Did you see the video where there was a a guy in his house, 
and he heard like knocking at the window and there was his face there like a kid a girl face and like, it looks it really was really low yeah, yeah it was really weird and she keeps saying let me in like let me in right obviously that's fake you could tell it's a mask and it looks like it's in some country like like uh in the country somewhere and, and it, it went viral is like millions of views first Crazy. of all if i'm in a uh if i moved and i got a house in the country somewhere guess what's going to be in my house dude boom boom that thing is so done. if that thing is knocking on my window and looking like that and it's the middle of the night you best believe that billy the kid's gonna come out with the shoddy and point it at the window and if it's a demon it's getting blown off and if it's a person <laughs> trying to f, f with me then it's he's gonna run or she's gonna run you know so that video has been picking up steam let's take it back a couple of months they filmed something in russia they uncovered a fallen angel. Do you remember this story? Yes. The, or, they were mining or they were coal mining or oil mining and they dug up a statue. Mm -hmm. And the statue was massive. It was all over TikTok for like a week. Now, I said to myself, very, if it is real, that's a very substantial find. And if it's real, it could possibly be something that's actually historical. But people are going to social media saying it's a... Um, it's a it's a, a fallen angel statue. Look at it. Look how detailed it is. Looks like it was alive at one point. I'm like, guys, it's got to be just a statue or this is just a video to catch attention, which it's actually doing. So that's like another video right there that literally went viral and it was probably fake to, to get the attention that it was probably doing. So that's that was another video, for instance, that, that went very, very popular and very very big couple of months ago um what's another video oh mermaids oh yeah i sent you this one. you did that was a while back. now i don't really know what to make of the video but from what i read is the guy is is he was he, deep into mermaids yeah he's deep into mermaids and he's on some boat he's undoubtedly on a boat in the middle of the night out there somewhere it, it would be believable if his page wasn't full of like mermaid fucking propaganda right. like if it was just if you're a fisherman and this is one boat this is one thing that you filmed then people would be like this that's pretty strange but since you're like so into it you can one you can fake it or you're more apt to fake it right it's more you're more inclined to believe that that person faked this because mm -hmm. they're they're into it right they they want people to believe um secondly the He's like, oh, there's one on this side and then there's one on the left side. So I pulled up, I went and I looked up videos uh, of of boats, of types of fishing boats that could potentially like have anchors on the side that do that. So it turns out there are fishing boats with these, um, I don't even know what, what it would be called, but there's these lines there's these fishing lines and on buoy the lines on, like, yeah like buoy lines so on the top of the boat these long like metal rods stick out left and right and when the boat is 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 propelling forward it's catching it's you you could see it. you can see that you know it's it looks like something at night it would look like something swimming alongside of the boat right. and and on on the same sides evenly um but it's actually just fishing net so what he was filming was fishing net, trying to make people believe and then, that it was legitimate. And then the sounds, right? You like could edit that very easily. You could edit the sounds very easily, or those could be sounds of like whales. Of a whale. Mm -hmm. You know, like we don't we don't know what those sounds are. And he may he may indeed know exactly what those sounds are, but just trying to play it off like for people who don't 
for people who aren't in the ocean as often as he is, right, and they don't know what those sounds are, you're going to believe that, oh, shit, maybe this, maybe this is, you know, mermaids, you know, like, so I, I, I call bullshit on that video. But again, like it got millions of views. People, people out there really want to believe in like, in like paranormal and strange things. You know what I mean? The cat just jumped on Joey. <laughs> uh, that was a good picture. Yeah, a... <laughs> we got a little friend with us right now. Yeah, my mom did a good thing saving this cat. I said she, I say she should keep him, but he's a good boy. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. He looks like my other cat my mom has upstairs. Um, carbon copy, color, just except that the tail is a lot. Flat. He has a unique tail. You, you know what they say tail? about cats, right? What? That they're like the, the, uh, the gatekeepers to hell to make sure that people who don't belong in hell don't get in. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I think they're like a That's good. That's why the Egyptians. Uh... They're like a good, but like benevolent force. Between between the you know the underworld the, and yeah. you know that's what I always say. loved cats. I was, I'm believe it or not, I'm I'm not a dog guy. I'm more of a cat guy. I've always been, and I've had some really good cats. And I'm just something about cats. But um, so you know what's crazy is uh, there's videos out there that so we just named a couple of fake videos, right? We named uh the mermaid. We named that dude that was documenting a entire entirely fake <clears throat> ghost occurrence. Um. The, the person wearing the mask outside the window, right? I watched the video. It's I think it was in Poland. Um, it was like an, the this girl. She was supposedly possessed by a demon. Cops came in. She's yelling and screaming, and the cops were f afraid. Like they heard the voices, the voice changing. That's a video that went viral. And I and I from what I've read so far, it's not debunked, but it. it could be either that she was genuinely like possessed, which people don't really necessarily believe nowadays, right? Because it involves religion, or she had, um, you know, psychiatric problems. Regardless, that video, that's like a real video. You know, the videos like that don't get the attention. No. Um, if I were to go film something and I posted it, what do you think would happen? And something that you also alluded to just a while back, the guy with the mermaids. He has a whole page about mermaids, right? So that that kind of clicked. It, throw, it close, throw, throws you off right away. You yeah. you already know, like okay, that's a right. rumor that came out with the Nevada UFO sighting. That's like a guy. Actually, this might be more believable. That's like a guy who has like has a video on or like or a page on Bigfoot, and then he's like, "Finally, I found him!" You know, and he he shows a video of Bigfoot walking through the woods. Yeah, but then like, then again, that's like you, a that's a double edged sword. Get into too. a costume or. Is yeah, that actually Bigfoot? I mean, but that's a double-edged sword too. Because like, look at us, right? Like we, we, we do a podcast every week about everything paranormal, right? From UFOs, ghosts, cryptids to civilization stuff. Here's why it's a problem though. And I'll give you a prime example. And and I follow it because it's a decent, entertaining page. And there's a bunch of people that I know that follow it, right? So like if I go to Mutual, it's following. Actually, it won't let me see the Mutual for some reason. That's strange. Um, but I see here that there's a few people that, and I think even you follow it. Yeah, you do. It's called History Unreal. Mm -hmm. They post some legitimate things that need to garner attention from people because it's like that these are things that people don't know. They, they post some really good things. And then they also post some AI bullshit. Like there's a video here of a giant. Now this giant, there's a bunch of 
people like in a, I guess it's a village or whatever. I'm showing Billy right now this this I uh, can't stand these photos, bro. You know what I mean? Like so it's a it's a giant. This giant is probably like 100 feet tall. You see that picture right easily, there? Easily, right? And it's it's this giant is in front of a bunch of like little small people that are around him who are supposed to be like quote unquote humans. You know how they did that? I have no idea, but I know it's fake. So there's a there's an app that I have, right? Um I'm actually going to pull it up to get the name. And I and I actually You can ask AI to make these photos for you now. It's called yeah, AI can do it now, right? You just give it the details of what you want in the picture and then boom, it, right. it happens. Photo leap. You can take out backgrounds, you can add background, and not only that, CapCut's allowing it now too. So you could actually take one person in that photo. That's that could actually be a real person. But what they do is they enlarge that one person and crop it to the background. And now you have an actual person in the picture, but you just have them enlarged by like four feet. Right. So now he's a giant and everyone in there is around him and it's completely edited. And and then people put that out there and they believe it. Like, like you know who believes stuff like that and post it? You're not gonna believe, not gonna believe yeah, what yeah. I found out about the Tartarian Empire. Oh my god. Like he posts this stuff. He put I sent you some. So, some of the posts he posts are like, okay. Like, for instance, History Unreal. They have a post on the pyramids that I like. This is like one of the only posts that I've liked from them in a while. Um, and this is actually true. The latitude of the pyramids is 29.9792458, right? Coincidentally, um, that's the speed of light. Hmm. So... I could be wrong. So it says, hold on. Let me play the video. It's it's right here. I got it up. So let's. Uh... The latitude of the Pyramid of Giza is 29.9792458 degrees. The speed of light is 29.9792458 times 10 to the power of 7. Such a weird coincidence. In my opinion, this is indeed a coincidence since the units of meters and seconds only started to be used after the 1500s. So the options are either the Egyptians had a time machine or this is a coincidence. The it's definitely not a coincidence. What we're dealing with is a civilization that was highly advanced was highly advanced and used the same metrics. Because that's you not the I mean? only thing about the pyramids. And we're not going to go on a tangent here about pyramids, but they're like perfectly aligned with other stars in the sky. Like right. I think so at one, at one point, they figured out the determine the older axes of the planet that the pyramids and Orion's belt did line up they don't line up today yeah because um, everything moves everything moves right. right like or the our continents aren't even the same place probably at the time that the pyramids were built but what's interesting is is that at the point in which orion's belt lined up with the pyramids then they mirror if so for your listeners orion's belt is a star system and they're they're probably the three most the brightest, most prominent stars in our sky alongside the North Star. You could star. use the movie Men in Black as a reference. As a reference, right. Like they literally they, used the Orion's belt. Right. So if you saw movie. Men in Black, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then the pyramids of Giza, obviously there's three main large pyramids. It's a, it's an exact replication of that Orion's belt. of Orion's belt, that star system. I um, I could be wrong, but I do remember hearing that they they rewound the axis of the earth, like according to what they think it used to be. 
and around the time that the pyramids would have aligned up with Orion's belt was more than 5,000 years ago. It was closer to 10,000 years ago, hmm. which begs the question, when were the pyramids actually built? Was it 5,000 or was it 10,000? Like, did a much earlier civilization try to take credit, which is, I think is what happened. I think an earlier civilization came back and tried to take credit for those pyramids. Um, and that's why you see like the de-evolution of the pyramids throughout Egypt. How is it that the older ones are not less, as, not as advanced and not as big as the older yeah, ones? Yeah, we spoke about that with the Makes Seraphim no of Saqqara. The, the, the hieroglyphics that were etched on the perfectly black, large granite boxes were very sloppy, which is not the same as the art artwork and the craftsmanship exactly. of the boxes itself. But that's what I do love about like what social media is bringing to the forefront is like it, it brings debate. It brings information that we haven't seen before. Some of which is nonsense and not credible, like complete fucking nonsense. But like some flat earth. some of it garners some attention, like the height of the pyramid, like or not the height of the pyramid, the latitude of the pyramid. Is it coincidental? Is it is it really a coincidence that is it's also the speed of light? Like I don't know. I don't think so. I think that they purposely sought out this location and wanted to give information to a future generation to show them. Like, look how advanced we are. We picked the prime location to build the biggest monument we could build at the time, you know, and we, we've encoded it with mathematical information for you to figure out later on so that you know how advanced we were. Dude, like I said- Kind of shits on everything that we've ever done now in the modern world. Social media is, like I said, dude, is a, it's a double-edged sword, you know, and even like media of, as a whole is like- you don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, mainstream lies to you. Yeah. You know? So, I like, have a, so here's, and, here's, and that's why you have to shift through things carefully and, and watch as much content as possible slightly, to discern your own you here's know, knowledge. One slightly political, right? So there's a left wing kid that he's just, he's left wing. And the, the movie Sound of Freedom has been making very, very big controversy and news. $125 million. Right. So recently, and I don't have the exact details, nor do I want to look up the story, so I could tell you in a nutshell. So recently, this left-wing kid on social media, he makes these crazy videos like, you know, oh, Trump had, uh, didn't know what a, what, a, what a blizzard was from Dairy Queen or whatever. So he made one about the sound of freedom that a contributor to the movie, a high contributor, he said, right? who submitted a lot of funds to the movie was arrested for ch child sex trafficking. And that's wrong. He did get arrested, but there was a catch to it. And in a nutshell, the person that got arrested was housing, renting an apartment to some woman who was having some kind of custody battle or something to that extent. Right? So he had no affiliation really to the girl or the, the kid that was quote unquote abducted. Um, he gave that movie money through a GoFundMe for the movie or something similar to GoFundMe. Oh, so he's not even like part of the production. Yeah, not a part of production and not a big contributor. He only sent the movie $501. Oh my God. The movie cost $7 million to make. There's nothing. So they he, labeled it, so his, he yeah. labeled it and so did the media. 
as this guy is this a, is, is a, a, a contributor, high a contributor to yeah, the movie and mind you had nothing to do with child sex but that's traffic. so weird why why would you why would you try to stop people from viewing a movie about traffic that's what everyone because it because it because it, it it's actually happening yes you can see it in New York City. Like, if you go to Manhattan, there's they're literally walking around, like soliciting you in Midtown Manhattan. I am, I am like, I work there. I know what the fuck is going on. You yeah. know, like, but crime it's is just down. Frust- but crime is but down. Crime is down. Yeah. It frustrates me because, like, it's it's a very strange thing that's happening in the world where they're trying to discredit, like, they're they're um, what social media is doing is. Another downfall about social media is is that they're taking everything, every, and when I mean everything, like they could take a fucking snow cone ice cream and pull it aside a, a snow cone ice cream, and be like it's not ice cream, it's shaved ice. You know, if you call it ice cream, you're racist. You're, you're you know, or something yeah. to that effect. Oh, so they would say that. Oh, <laughs> hands down. But it, it's crazy though. But, but they're establishing narratives about everything that don't need a narrative to be established. Like let something be what it is. It doesn't have to be right or left. But they're they're putting things on specific sides of a spectrum that don't really belong to be, or don't really need to be on the specific side of a spectrum. I want to um, play the video because the way I told the story, um, was it didn't do it justice. I want to. I, I think I saved it. I, I thought I did. Um, let me see if I go to liked. Uh, here, here we go. This is it. Isn't this an interesting turn of events? We just learned that one of the funders of the anti-child trafficking movie Sound of Freedom was arrested for child kidnapping. Child kidnapping, and not like some sort of custody battle thing. Uh, the statute. For some odd reason, the left as well as the corporate media are desperate to smear a movie that brings attention to human trafficking. Huh, I wonder why that could ever be. If this is your first time hearing about Sound of Freedom, it's a movie that tells the true story of U.S. government agents fighting against child trafficking in South America. It stars Jim Caviezel, who famously played Jesus Christ in The Passion of the Christ, and then proceeded to be blacklisted from Hollywood. And it's made a fuck ton of money at the box office, outgrossing Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible. And liberals, as well as the media, have been looking for any way to discredit this movie. First, they called it a QAnon project. And now they're all repeating this story that a financer of the film was arrested and charged with child kidnapping. A major financer of Sound of Freedom has been charged with child kidnapping. Entire corporate media is running with this headline, as well as morons like Tizient. Now, it's really funny to hear him say in the clip that I played at the beginning that this did not involve child custody. The reason for that is because it literally did. The actual circumstances of his arrest is that he was renting an apartment to a woman involved in a child custody dispute. And she had the child living with her even though she was not authorized to do so. And the guy is being charged as an accessory to child kidnapping. In addition to that, all of these people are acting like this guy financed the movie himself. A major financer, as they've been saying. It turns out that the extent of this guy's financing of Sound of Freedom was a donation of $501 on GoFundMe. And he was one of over 6,600 people who donated enough money to the movie on GoFundMe to get their names into the credits. So basically, the way this worked is that some journalist who has way too much time on their hands and needs to get a real job went through 6,600 names 
and then I guess cross-checked it with a local judicial database, and then found one guy out of those 6,000 being charged as an accessory to child kidnapping. That is the amount of effort that these people are putting into smearing this film. Because it tells the story of the real problem of child trafficking and stars Jim Caviezel, who's a conservative Christian. Imagine if the that, and that's the that's the big thing right there. He's he's come out as conservative, which we spoke about with Dario last week. Right, right. So this TikTok so page to is shut down his movie regardless. This TikTok uh, TikToker, his name is Greg Price. If you want to find him, um, that's the video I came across. He More, did some good journalism right there. That's some yeah. good work. Moral of the story is social media. This this kid that was at the beginning of the video. Likes right. to go and say something that's totally not. It's part. And of, it's, you're gonna believe it at face yeah, value. You're gonna right? believe just it. like just like we talked about that video where people watch ten seconds of it and believe that this guy was on right. that flight sitting next right. to that girl. So this kid posted a video and he got dude. He got but you know you know he got yeah. jammed up because everyone took that video and told him dude you're wrong entirely because he just posted what. He wants the narrative to be. Did but he do he, a rebuttal yet? That other guy. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah, even I, go I to pages wanna. like that because it's just I don't want to even be involved in the politics of probably some of this stuff. Would probably make me ended mad, up deleted. Yeah, it. he probably did, or he, he's going to say, "Well, you know, he's still, but dude, you're wrong." So you can't take a story and turn it into something. Moral of the story is he took the story, posted it but on here, social. Here's my thing: who's who's paying him to do this? Right, like. There's something strange going, and it's not something strange. We all know that the Jeffrey Epstein, Jelaine Maxwell thing was real. That's what he was going to say. I cut the video off. He was going to say, say if they spent that much time trying to figure out why the client list wasn't released and who was on that list, yeah, it's it's big time people. Hollywood, Hollywood is full of people who are into strange uh, sexual fantasies, and I think a lot of them it involves children. I think it involves not just children, but like young girls. Like you could say, like a fourteen-year-old girl. That's a child. You know, these are these are kids. So regardless of how old um, they are, like these are children, right? Like this is what's going on. Child trafficking is real, and and when you say child, people think like little children, but no, like you know, uh, seventeen up to seventeen, up, up, up to seventeen, Even eighteen. You know these these are kids. These are these are young adolescent adults. They're not adults. You, you can't even call them adults, right? They're just they're adolescent children. That's what they are. Um, I don't think I became an adult until I was twenty one. Honestly speaking, yeah. honestly, I, I can't say I was fully an adult until I was twenty one years old. Moral of the story is that's how social media is working. It's taking something, posting it. Just I can I can go online right now after we're done filming an episode. But people have. People always have like a narrative. And that's the thing that when, for everyone who's listening, when you're browsing through social media and you hear something, don't take it at face value first. And I get this all the time with like someone sends me something about nutrition. They know that I'm into nutrition. They know that I compete. They know that that's what I studied in school. So they'll always send me something like they send me this, this thing about aspartame. Uh, that aspartame, it was made big headlines. Aspartame could become a possible carcinogen, uh, the, food and drug, uh, the Food and Drug Administration warns. Big headline. Nick was going to tell me about this this morning. I saw him at the gym. He was there at 5 in the morning. Right. And I mentioned that I use Splendor now, and I, you know, I feel better. I've been eating better. And he's like, I got to tell you about the whole equal and aspartame thing. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of feeling like you're going to allude to it right now. Right. So it's, in a nutshell... Like I read the study and and there's other doctors that are posting on it that 
it's horseshit. It's it's propaganda to scare people away from having artificial sweeteners because there's industries that make billions of dollars that are struggling. The sugar industry, the real sugar industry, it's struggling. So like cigarettes and vape? Of course, right? So if if there's an industry that's struggling, you best believe there's going to be some conjecture about the safety of other alternatives, right? So do your own research, do your due diligence and make sure that when you read something or when you see something on social media, it's not it's not bullshit, you know? Like take the time to not just watch that one video, but to try to see what other credible individuals are saying about this topic. You mean like COVID like, and exactly and laptops and presidents and politicians and mayors and yeah. And then the people were running with the whole narrative for a long time. Oh, you you didn't take the vaccine because you're scared and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, maybe people didn't take it, not because they're scared, but because they're fucking skeptical because you don't, the government doesn't really have a good track record. So maybe they're waiting to see what happens to everybody else before they decide to go and make that decision, you know? And we're seeing it in a nutshell, but they're not really discussing the stories, how all of a sudden... Contrary to what online says, ever since 2021, late 2020, there has been an increase in cardiac arrests, strokes, and other things that are very weird, sudden adult death syndrome, things like that, but they're keeping it quiet and saying it's because people work out too much, or people are working too much, or people were in the house in the during the pandemic, being in the house made people's bodies, stories like that. Right. Totally. And we and we didn't we discussed it off air, but with someone we did a podcast with that they and they ended up having a heart attack and they think that it was due to, you know what I mean? Not a heart attack, but myocarditis. Yes, for a fact they have myocarditis. And, and like, where else would you get that? You know, it's, right. it's not happening. perfectly random. Help the healthy person. They ended up getting the vaccine. All of a sudden, he has myocarditis. It's a, it's a big thing, and it's also like a, they're they're making like propaganda videos about it now. Like uh, I think the Presbyterian put out a video about uh, childhood adolescent myocarditis. When was that a fucking thing? Why? Ever, ever. When was that ever a thing? And why all of a sudden are we making commercials about it? Right. It's and and people and the people that are on one side of of you know, I guess politics and everything, you, they don't you, want to question listen, it. They would just, they're they're going to run with what they're telling us. And they're gonna, it, it, it has nothing to do with fear. It has to do with being naive. It, have to do, it has to do with being naive on, on certain people's parts and, and being as I, my personal belief is the people that ran and took it were more afraid of dying from COVID and giving it to somebody that they loved Right, and that was the narrative for a long time that people ran with. But at that point, no one really no, knew. No one so knew. I, no I, one knew. That's honorable. That's you, fine. That's honorable. But but wait a little while. We talk. But now we're talking. Our topic is we're talking months and a year later, where it's kind of being forced, and we want people want to see. And I have one friend. But that's that, what social media was doing. They were taking what mainstream was saying and saying you and don't running with it. and running with it. You don't care about old people if you don't go and get this shot right away. Turns out. You can still spread COVID to old people, even if you have. And the they vaccine. change their narrative. First, it, it will stop you from getting, stop you from getting it, stop you from spreading it, and then that changed real quick. It started off with people saying, "Well, it's a, it's um very rare that that happens." And then the rarity, a, a breakthrough case. Yeah, breakthrough case. Then the breakthrough case became, "Well, you you could still give it." And then the mask thing came back. And I was telling a certain friend of mine, I was like, "Dude, 
the breakthrough case is happening a lot more. They fucking knew. You don't you don't you don't have millions of dollars at your disposal and endless amounts of uh information to to source from and and to do like studies right away, like controlled studies with with probably thousands of individuals that would that would come forward to try to do this and help for the betterment of mankind to find out right away whether or not you can transmit it after you've received the vaccine. One of, right? They knew that. They knew that, but they withheld that. And why of, did they withheld it? One of my because friends... Because it would cause what they said is vaccine hesitancy. Mm-hmm. One know? of my friends literally said to me... Are we going to have to do like a thing after this? I might have to. Yeah. One of my friends literally... <laughs> one of my friends literally said to me, this was already being researched and they already had the research before making it. I was like, no, they didn't, dude. No, they didn't. And it's come out through other outlets, whether you believe them or not, that this wasn't highly researched. And and he then he kind of like gave me a pat on the back and was like, yeah, but that's the only thing that that uh, the, uh, our former president did. You know, he, he got this going so that everyone was... But dude, I was like, it wasn't researched. This is entirely no. new. We're using things like spike proteins and all this stuff, mRNA, changing... No, it's not. And the media used everything to perpetuate that it was good. And now we're seeing... No one's really talking about COVID vaccines no more. No one's. We don't see commercials with uh, fucking John. You can't even get the Johnson and Johnson one anymore. That's you not even you don't see the commercials for boosters, right? The booster thing after the vaccine commercials were out, then the booster thing came out. Get your booster. Get your. You don't see it no more because a, a, you have to read in between the fine lines, like we were saying with that video and other things. They made their money. They made their money already. So you don't notice that CNN and MSNBC and Fox and all these other outlets are releasing that the that the boosters really aren't that effective anymore and that's why they're not forcing people to get it. They already got their money, it's in their pocket, and now you don't hear, you don't see the commercials no more. Once in a while you get a commercial, but that's yeah. it. It's over now. It's over because the news got out. There's, cer- I- there's certain pharmacies that aren't even giving uh, anymore. Like, uh, the, the Moderna anymore. I'll tell you right now, People shit on Elon Musk, but if he had never taken over Twitter and went into that safe that was hidden under Jack Dorsey's bed in the Twitter headquarters, if he didn't get that that information and buy Twitter, you could best believe that all the stuff with hiding news reports, which we clearly see are real now today with the, the whole Biden laptop thing, the whole vaccine thing, that still would have been going on. But he bought it and he released information and that scared a lot of people because he's a very powerful man with a lot of money. And that is the reason why things are kind of like, we have like literally like seeing things come out that are truthful, that were labeled a conspiracy. Yeah. And this is all correlating into the episode because it involves social media and retaining certain things and automatically believing certain things. I feel like with... with- with COVID and everything, it, you're one of three people. You're either someone who was very afraid of getting sick from COVID. You're very on the, you have to take the, sh- like, so you're either very, you took it because you're very afraid of getting sick, like really sick and and, and possibly end up dying from, from COVID. Uh, or secondly, you took it because your work required you to take it and literally you had no choice. You had no choice. But they like, told you you had a choice. Oh, you had a choice. No, you, you, your choice was get fired or fucking, yeah. you know, don't yeah. and now not, you're, not make any money. Don't provide for your family, yeah. which is, so which is fucking dying choice. anyway. Yeah. You know what so I mean? It's a choice. You had it. You had it. You, you, 
You had a choice. You had a choice. Don't say you didn't have a choice. No, you didn't have a choice. Because when you force people to make a decision with their money and their family, that's like putting a gun to your head and say you have right. to make a decision now. So what they did was actually wrong. And then you're seeing now some hospitals, especially one in, in – I, I had a follower reach out to me and say, yeah, um, I posted something. They were like, yeah, um, they're doing that. They labeled it if you were displaced because of vaccine um, – they ordered it if you were displaced because of vaccine question question questionability or something like that, you can be rehired, but you won't have your tenure that you did have. So basically, if you were at a hospital for 15 years working and you chose not to get the vaccine and they fired you, but they don't label it as firing because they'd make them look bad. When you go back to work and get your job back, they're trying to find loopholes to not give you back pay. And then when you go back to your job that you have 15 years, you won't start at the 16 year mark. You have to start over. Bullshit. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's actual stuff. And they really screwed people double on that. So you can get your job back. You didn't get the vaccine. You won the battle on your front and your beliefs. But now you got to go back to the job that screwed you over. And they're going to screw you again because now you're starting at, you should be at a 16 year mark, but you have to start day one all over again. Crazy, no, right? No, no, um, What's it You're called? You're going to see a lot of lawsuits come down the pipe from this, though. Oh, yeah. And I give it another couple of years. You'll see stuff, start, more truth come out. You don't have your, um, what's that called when you're at a job for a certain amount of time? Um, Tenure? Ten, no, uh, seniority. So you lose your seniority. So if I was at a job for 16 years and I chose not to get the vaccine, and I come back because they're letting me come back, because I chose not to get the vaccine, and they fired me, but they're not calling it fired, and I come back, now my seniority drops to one day at the job. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not fair. You should get your back pay and you should get right where you start, right where you You should get your vindication. You were right. Yeah. You know? We're going to take a momentary pause. And we're back for our our momentary pause. Yeah, man. The whole COVID thing was crazy. And um, between the news and social media and, and things out there, it didn't help matters. And, you know, we went into this topic because... All in all, social media, it played a factor in things you believe and didn't believe. And unfortunately, during the time, you know, it was one-sided, the news. Now it's kind of like there's more more clues and more news and details out about COVID. And you and, know what blows my mind is that people still... People are waking up, though. People, Yeah, they do, but they don't. Some people woke up. Uh, because you're, the things that, quote-unquote, conspiracy theorists are vindicated by that actually came through fruition, right... If you mention it to someone that you told that like it's an I told you so moment, but if you mention it to someone, like let's say you had an argument with someone, and I'm sure you did. You, oh yeah. And and you called them out about a fact that you were concerned about during COVID. And then later on you were vindicated that it turns out that you were right in what you said. And let's say, like for instance, early on I told I told a few people that like you're still going to be able to spread this virus even after taking the vaccine. You want to know why? Because I was doing my due diligence and I was reading up on this vaccine and as it was rolling out and the concerns of, of major credible doctors and what they were seeing. And then boom, the breakthrough cases started to happen. I was like, you see? One. Oh no, that's just one. And then two. So the same thing to and my And then friend. three. And then I'm at work. And, and so during COVID, for your listeners that don't know, I... I um, I did COVID compliance for a company. We that contract fell into our lap, and we did the vetting of individuals who were able to come into a workspace, and w- based upon 
whether they had COVID or didn't have COVID every day that they would have to come in and do a test to make sure that they weren't testing positive. I think eventually it started every day they were testing and then it went to like twice a week because there's like a 72 hour window, whatever. It's irrelevant. Um, but what we were seeing is the reason why we started testing so rigorously at first, we weren't testing at all during COVID. It was just COVID compliance was there, you know, just to make sure people were, were wearing their mask and following the right protocols, et cetera, that the state had set. And then it turned into testing every day. Why? Because even though everyone was fully vaccinated, everyone was still getting COVID. And it was like, you were a fucking crazy nut job conspiracy theorist. If you said that while the vaccine was rolling out based upon some information that you read. And then now no one wants to talk about it. Like you could have a crazy blowout argument with someone and then you say, hey, you see, I told you so. And then now they just have nothing to say to you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes people rebuttal differently when they're wrong. You know, they get defensive, they yell, they scream, they say you're arguing. A lot of them did. They say that, uh, you know, you know, they say, oh, no, that's the science. It's still right. No, they'll, they'll, they'll oh, so you're, they, you're afraid. You're a coward. You're scared they'll, to take they'll, it. They'll just stand their but ground. The thing or, is, like, wouldn't you, anything. if you were a coward, wouldn't you be more afraid of getting COVID and dying from it than actually just taking a vaccine? Because we all have vaccines. Like, everyone takes vaccines. And I think to call people who are, I think it's unfair to call people uh, or, who are vaccine, who are this vaccine, COVID vaccine hesitant. I think it's unfair to call them anti-vaxxers. They're not anti-vaxxers. This one is a questionable one, right? This just came out. It's, it's, there's not enough data on it. We haven't seen people have this vaccine in their system for 10 years. We don't know how they're going to respond to it. Um, so of course there should be some skepticism there, right? It, it's healthy, but right away, like, you don't, you don't want to be a part of this. You don't want to be a part of our little fucking cult that takes this thing right away when we say to take it. You're a conspiracy theorist and you're an anti-vaxxer. It's like, wait a minute. I have the polio vaccine. I've taken flu shots. I've taken this. I've taken tetanus. that. I've taken tetanus. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just, I'm just uh, approaching this with some good, healthy skepticism based upon what I'm reading from some really credible data. Which, and, and, which at and the time some, that credible data was being shot down by other people who were supposed to be the end all. What's crazy all. is that you could have read it on the CDC website yourself, though. You know, like, and then you'll approach people with that, and then they're like, mm, "Yeah, but there's always a but, right?" So, ah, uh, it, it it was just it's very frustrating that again, what they do with social media and and they politicized it, right? They they made it like you're on this side or you're on this side. Like you're, you're an anti-vaxxer slash right winger. If you didn't want to take it, mm-hmm. you could have voted Democrat your entire life. But as soon as you said like, Hey, I don't know about this shot. Right. You're a right wing extremist and a terrorist. And, but you, but they never tell that to like, nah, I digress. Anyway, played the fifth. Yeah. You can do that still. I think you can. Oh, I don't know. The world's changing. I'll you know? tell you all fair. Okay. And you'll, you'll probably. Yeah. Well, more of the story is. Now that we talked about COVID for a little bit and I have to do a extra recording. <laughs> Fuck you I should make you do it now. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is social media played a substantial, substantial feat in making people believe and not believe certain things during the crazy times of what we call the pandemic, which is officially over 
not too long ago it ended going, so much stuff was going rachel maddow was going viral for saying you know you're not gonna get it you won't get you know like just why it's shit. crazy she's how making bold claims that she had new she didn't even fucking read i'm sure she didn't read anything that that was credible to even make that statement because literally uh, like five six weeks later that statement was proven to be untrue i did an episode about it a while back i played a clip of biden literally saying if you get the vaccine you're not gonna get it jack you're not you know like him rambling on and then it was like, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to die from it, right? Or you're not hospitalized. Or you're not going to get hospitalized. And then and then you won't die from COVID if you get the vaccine. But it turns out... More people died with the vaccine than without. But we're just conspiracy well, theorists, you know? You know? But, like I but said... we digress. Social media played a big factor in, in, in that, in believing and not believing, and on the whole nine. And it does it with paranormal, unfortunately. So my question to you now that we're in the second half of the show is what is it going to take for a major paranormal video to come out and actually make people and even the news air it and say this is in fact real? Now we've seen cryptids like Bigfoot. We've seen the videos and, you know, it's kind of Bigfoot kind of fell off. Like there is a show out still. People watch it. It's Expedition Bigfoot or something like that. Um it's on Discovery. Um, I think the guy is Ronnie LeBlanc. LeBlanc is the right. lead guy in that show. Uh, he's also on Paranormal Court on Camera now. He's one of the people that analyze the videos on that show. What is it going to take for a video to come out to say it's undoubtedly real? Because I've seen videos that I can't figure it out. You know what I think? I, I think that it has to do with the mainstream. Whatever the mainstream wants to acknowledge is true will be true. If they don't acknowledge it, it's conjecture and it's conspiracy, right? Even if the video is credible. And we saw it with UFOs. Um, certain videos that are out there that are that are pretty credible that never made it to the news. But then the Tic Tac video, which they acknowledge is legitimate and real. And this thing was moving erratic at 13,000 miles per hour and there's no explanation for it. And they're acknowledging that UFOs are real or in this case, in that one instance, and there's multiple instances. It wasn't just the Tic Tac video. There was another video from uh, the Mexican Air Force that went viral that they filmed two UFOs. Um, so there's there's plenty of there's plenty of content out there that exists that's real. But it's whether or not the mainstream wants to say it's real and then people will believe it. And then not even because even when they're saying it, you'll still get people and not to point out Dariel, but you'll still get people who will be like, no, it's not real. It's a cover up for something else. If aliens are fucking watching us, they're like, holy shit, they told them we exist. And they're like, no, but back to uh, someone's son smoking crack. You know what I mean? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Let, let's focus on let's focus on this crackhead well they're not focusing on it. that's the crazy thing no i they are they are i i feel like more people are focusing on like i i heard i feel like i heard enough of both stories to to know that like both of them were getting equal attention for sure the the ufo story detracted from it slightly but still people were just like aliens are real but this guy's son is smoking crack. That's let's talk about that. It's you bigger, know, like it's actually bigger than crack, though. I, I, I get, I, yeah. no, I, I get. That's what you're the saying. bigger story. I get now, what you're saying. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but they, I, you don't hear much about that. You know, like right. it is a meme about it now. Like, um, there's two Muppets from Sesame Street, and it's, but like regardless, that's this like UFO, like extraterrestrial life. We're not alone in the universe. Should supersede any kind of news. The world should have fucking stopped and been paying attention to this one thing and one thing only. Well, like, holy shit, this is actually taking place. Look what they look when they first dropped the first piece of of, of UFOs being real. During what time? Yeah, COVID. COVID. So every every time they have dropped UFO news, I felt like that news was like smothered though. Well, that's what I'm just. That's what I was just about to say. Every time they have dropped news of something with UFOs, it has been affiliated with something political, and you cannot say COVID was not. No, because they because they util, they are utilizing it as a tool to detract from whatever stories that they don't want to harbor attention. Right. You can't like, say COVID wasn't political. For instance, it was. we we got. On social media, we got all of the the dirty details of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. You know, I, I what I really want to call her Turd, <laughs> Amber Turd. I did. I know you. My real got you said t- it. You my said real, it. my real got uh, flagged on TikTok. You, you got I, yourself canceled. I mean, <laughs> my my uh, your my, real got flagged. My real got flagged when I was on vacation. I you did a bully. real. I saw a video that Netflix is doing a documentary about the court case. Like we need more of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Who gives a fuck? I, I want to know about what the hell took place on this island with Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell. Exactly. Like, child trafficking far supersedes, or the the trafficking of people far supersedes Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Nobody wanted to see that court case. Exactly. Well, I some people did, I'm sure. Well, you know Because what? they're into celebrities. But yeah. I, I didn't want it. I wanted to see, I wanted to be in the courtroom with, with, with Jelaine Maxwell's hearing. I wanted to know what the fuck was going on there. You know what? I'm going to play the oh, Wait, wait. Why was it that why was it that we couldn't be I'm going to play the because it was federal or something I like did, that? I did I did a reel about this. You did this, a reel about and it. And it actually did fairly well on TikTok for the most part. I did a reel. Let me uh let me play it. I was out there. I did the reel on this. So, I'll play it for you so you I'll give myself some uh some some self-love on TikTok. So Netflix, of course, in Netflix fashion, is doing a documentary that should be airing at the end of August about Johnny Depp and Amber Turd. Now, (laughs) the crazy thing about this is a lot of conspiracy theorists will tell you that at the same time this case was going on, the Glazane Maxwell case was going on as well. And as much as I'm on board with conspiracy theories, federal cases are not allowed to be televised. So that pretty much cancels out the fact that they didn't televise the Glazane Maxwell case. However, there is something that I caught that I find pretty interesting. So while Amber Heard was giving the performance of her life in the courtroom, people chose to watch this case because it was not only interesting and comical, it was actually something that was televised. So the intention of everyone was on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp as opposed to this girl. Lizanne Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's guma, the woman who single-handedly helped orchestrate with him the island of Jeffrey Epstein, which had underage kids and a client list that attended the island to this day that we cannot see. So at the same time the Glazane Maxwell case was going on and Johnny Depp's capes was going on with Amber Heard, everyone chose to pay the attention to the televised event instead of reading the events of the Glazane Maxwell case. And all we know is that she's in prison and the client list is still sealed, but 
everyone's happy that we're getting a Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Netflix documentary so we can relieve something that is completely irrelevant to our lives. Cool on you guys. Is, I, she, is she in jail, though? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's another thing. That's, is she really? But that's what I'm saying, that Netflix is giving us a documentary about something that we just saw less than a year, a year ago. Is Jeffrey Epstein really dead? I want to see his body. That's a, hey, that's this goes good with the with the. With I want to see his body. Uh, you should have gave the world that this guy is a fucking piece this, of shit. This goes good with the episode. There was a video that went viral yet again. Right, we're talking about videos out there that are fake or real. I so, saw somewhere. I, I actually made a comment, and the comment has like I, I gotta. I have to check now, but the last I checked, the comment had like five hundred likes. I was like, "Who the fuck is still filming with a Motorola Motorola razor?" And everyone was just cracking up at that comment. Yeah, but I caught it early, you know. So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be first to comment. You gotta first to comment. First to comment, you know. If, if but you there's catch that it video early. of him, and he's supposed to be at this night. It looks like Jeffrey Epstein, but then again. I mean, people tell me I look like Jeremy Renner. I'm not Jeremy Renner, so but from afar, if someone films me, no, you me, definitely do though. <laughs> so if if someone films me from afar, they might be like, "Oh, look, Jeremy Renner's in the Bronx," but you know, it's not. It's me. I look like him. There might have been someone that, but that video went kind of viral. That Jeffrey Epstein's still alive. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what to believe, and that's what I was saying. Now, what is it going to take for the news to have something that's paranormal and 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 go viral and show that something is real? We don't see much about Bigfoot no more because people are filming with Motorola phones, right? We don't see, you know, the UFO thing. People are so, you know, like people like Dario that don't trust the government. So now the news gets released that UFOs are real. Shit, I don't trust the government either. I'm right there with Dario. (laughs) Yeah, but then they, but he don't believe in UFOs mainly because of what the government is saying now. You know what I mean? Right, right. So people are at this, at this this crossroads of what what to believe and what not to believe. And it's unfortunate because there's people that put their pride and joy into studying the paranormal and proving its existence, proving Bigfoot is real, proving that mermaids are real, proving that, you know, there's a wraith or there's some kind of um, demons and, and ghosts and things like haunted houses are real. And they're putting their pride and joy in it. People like Bradford from Ghost Magnet Paranormal. That dude, that he goes on a ghost hunt, dude, every weekend almost, or like once or twice a month. And he puts the he effort puts, into. He's putting content. He's putting content out there, but you know, will he be discovered? Because he posts. All, all he's got to do is make a shitty fake video, and his page is going to blow up. Yeah, yeah, but he does. <laughs> but the, then he loses credibility. <laughs> yeah, but he does the real thing, and he actually like, does like the, investi- the mermaid guy. He does the investigation the right way too. Like he doesn't use what Zach Bagans does after season four of Ghost Hunters of Ghost Adventures. He started. I'm getting possessed, and like people are like, you know, he's going into places, always saying he's getting possessed. And cho- changed his whole persona of the show when everything was perfectly fine in season one and three. Then you got the drama coming out between him and Jeff uh, Goff. You know, like they're adding drama to these ghost hunting shows now. Like it should just be that or come up with something new. Moral of the story is they, because of so much of the fakeness and the, and the media and, and people out there perpetuating fake stuff. When something real does come out, it's going to be so hard to determine whether it's real or not. We can make a reel after we're done filming, saying this episode is out, and I can have you behind the chair throwing something in the air. And I'd be like, oh my God, a ghost. And I'd be like, no, it's just Joey. And the new episode's out talking about exactly that, how people fake videos. And, and they're now, the, now the realists, the people that are really trying to prove things and actually catch something real, don't have a foot to stand on because... Right. 
people are putting so much stuff out there that's fake. I guarantee you, I go through TikTok right now, based on my algorithms, I'll come across a a, a, a page, some some video, and I'll, I'll just scroll right now for shits and giggles. But I'll come across something that has some paranormal thing involved with it. Oh, look, ghost. See, like <laughs> the cat. Um, let's see. Well, my algorithms are a little off right now. Oh, here, look. Bigfoot caught on on Christmas. And the dog goes chasing it. Yeah, but the dog stops. I've seen this video. Oh, okay. The dog gets spooked and he actually stops and he comes back. See? My dog would have never left the house. You know, you see, you see this video? First of all, I believe this video because dogs are something that if he ran out there and he started barking and he got scared, dogs are dogs are bold. Dogs are only going to run back if something's bigger than them and scary them. And most dogs will go out and confront a fucking bear. They'll go after the bear. But would yeah, a dog the, get scared of something in a suit? That's what I was just going to say. So check this out. There's a Bigfoot lore, right? And I haven't talked about Bigfoot on my podcast in a very long time. There's this lore of Bigfoot that when people are walking in the forest and supposedly encounter Bigfoot, they stop and they listen. They don't hear anything in the forest. The birds stop chirping. You don't... The, the trees stop rustling. Everything ceases. Things really move out of its way. So like, yeah. It's like everything in the woods that's around him or her know, like, there's something bigger here. Shut up because it can find us. And this dog in this video that we just played the, the sound bite of, that dog went there, barked, saw it, and came running back. Like, yo, this thing, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Mm. That video, I believe. But if you show this video to other people, you think they're going to believe it? They're going to be like, oh, they trained the dog to go out there and come back. And they use a silent dog whistle to whistle for it to come back. And right. that was a guy in a suit. Now, the reason I knew about this video is I have seen that video on Paranormal Court on Camera, which is a very good show on, on it's either on Discovery or Travel. And it has people sending in videos of things they saw that are weird. So if you want to see real videos, this is why I love I love that show, and I keep telling you you should watch it with your with your wife. It's a throw it on tonight, bro. It is six seasons now. All videos sent in, and these people that are analyzing the video are heavily affiliated with paranormal. There's a uh, uh, Brian Cano. He's a very big paranormal person. Um, Carl Sagan or Chris Sagan. He's in Manhattan. He analyzes the show. They got a guy from Ghost Brothers on there. They got um, a couple other people from Weird New Jersey Magazine. They both had the same name, actually. Um, the names are escaping me, but they're same first name, Mark. They're Mark Morin, and the other guy is Mark something. They were the founders of Weird New Jersey Magazine. They're on the show analyzing the video. That video was sent in to them. They analyzed it. They believe it was actually something real. Based on how the dog the dog reacted and the the, the creature that you could see in the background and from the distance of the video camera, you could see it was somebody big. So if there was a guy in the suit, 
the dog would smell right through the suit and be like, there's a fucking guy in there. I, I could smell you. You know what I mean? Right. So the dog's not going to get scared. But judging by the height of the creature that was in the video and the way the dog reacted, the an out the analysis people on the show Paranormal Court on Camera determined that something is actually there. Something is actually real in that video that the, that they caught. Then again, based on the topic we're talking about today, people are going to be like, it's a guy in the suit. That famous footage of the Bigfoot caught on the old camera right. walking. How many years did we hear that was the greatest evidence based on how he walked? And For then it was debunked that the guy mastered moving and walking a certain way and fooled everyone for all these years and it came out to be fake. The Loch Ness Monster. For years, people honestly thought the Loch Ness Monster was real. People were, uh, There's a video out there that I, I watched recently that we can include on the episode. It's a picture of this big body coming out of the water and they're like, this was caught in Loch Ness. Someone digitally altered that video. They took a regular fish, some kind of fish that's fairly big, they enlarged it and they included ripples in the water to make it look like it was coming out of the yeah. water. When it was thrown into a computer modulator with pictures and stuff when like that. When there's money to be made, people are going right. you know, to... They determined that the picture was edited because now there's programs that can actually allow you to take a photo to see if it was altered. Right. And the picture was, in fact, altered. So like, there's so much faking going on that it's going to take something really substantial or if the news allows it, like you said... For it to make the airwaves and and say, yeah, paranormal ghosts are real. The only thing that we have as far as ghosts are people with ghost stories and the the abundance of them. Like I said many times before, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, someone has a very weird story. And that's all we have to go on right now. Very true. His cat is so loving. I wish I could take him home. <laughs> This, he's such a good boy. I, I feel so bad for cats when animals, when people do things like that. Just leave them like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's such a good cat, which makes you like try to understand why someone would give up such a good cat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think people are just aren't like mentally ready to take care of something other he's than themselves. Boy. I would take you home, but I already have three. And my lady would kill me. But yeah, man, <laughs> that's that's pretty much that with that, dude. I, I don't I don't know, but it's it's terrible because social media has become this entity of, you know, what's real and what's not. And unfortunately, there's a lot of fake out there. People that have profiles, that's not really how they look. You know what I mean? Very true. That's Filters how, and that's not how they look. It's all you I see mean, them in person, you're like, you don't want to say it's all fake, but a good amount of social media is fake to be propagated to make some to make some money to put I mean, when when something gets millions of views, right? And I wouldn't know because I don't. I think I have one. There's one video of my daughter has a million views. Wow, has 1.2 million views actually. Wow. Mm -hmm. And um, if I, obviously there's no creator fund for Instagram, but that same video, if it was on TikTok now, I think maybe I would have got like 20 bucks for it or something like that. I don't know. My wife has gone viral a couple of times. Um, and in her creator fund, it's like, there's nothing. I think there may be like 70 bucks for as many times as she's gone viral. But you have people with profiles that are going, they get one viral video and then they do another sensational one, another one. And they, they kind of they feed off the first one. They, they feed off the first one and they've mastered the formula of creating fucking bullshit content so that they can keep making these millions of views. And their creator funds are filled with hundreds of thousands of dollars every few months. Well, that's because the viral video they make is now leading people to that platform that they're on. 
signing up to see it and giving the platform more uh, leverage, more people going to the platform to view it. So because of that one person, like let's say I made a viral video. Now Instagram has someone that's making viral content and more people are flocking to Instagram or TikTok to see the video. So you're basically doing the social media platform justice. The more viral videos, the more the, the, the social media outlet is making off of you because you're bringing people to watch the video. Correct. So that's that's the whole premise of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was telling you the other day, I made a, a, a video just going to work, you know, the other day. It was, a, it was a Friday and I just filmed a quick video before I went to get coffee, how excited I was for we're going to Sleepy Hollow next week. And and that video, I mean, 4,000 to me is is pretty good. You know what I mean? Podcast is getting a little bigger each month, whatever. I took my time to do a reel the other night and the reel didn't do as good as that bullshit video I did in getting coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. It's so weird how it works. And that's like I said, social media is a, a mysterious thing that is a... Clickbait, man. Just, we just got to master the art the best, of clickbait. The best, way <laughs> I could, the best way I could give and describe social media, and I've done an episode, so if you're a fan of the podcast, if you look back a couple episodes, um, it's called Social Media Brainwash. It's a good episode. Social media is basically a mask. People hide behind this mask. They change who they are. It changes who um, people are. Um, it changes who people perceive themselves as the whole nine. Moral of the story is, as long as social media is the way it is, there's no way to really determine what's factual, what's fake. It's going to be super hard. So unless the media helps out by determining something is in fact real, which they don't do, because there's a lot of videos out there that are in fact real, I I feel bad for the paranormal enthusiasts, because all you have is your fans, your followers, your YouTube page, and some shows on Discovery and travel and history and all that it's very hard for people that are in the topic that we cover to get their stuff out there you know what i mean it's 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 tough it really is you know so joey that's gonna end this episode man next week you guys can stay tuned and check out the website swabpodcast.com for the upcoming episodes this week i will be putting the episodes that we will be doing up there Next week, our episode, whatever the topic may be, you guys can check the website again to find out. We will be doing the conversation via phone. It will be a phone episode because we film on Mondays. And on Tuesday of next week, August 15th, we will be heading to Sleepy Hollow to pre-film for an episode that will be aired in the middle of September just to kick off the Halloween season. And we are going there next week and we are going to film our first YouTube video for the Say What Again Billy podcast YouTube page. And we'll be filming for the podcast. Everything that we film in the video will be on the episode on the podcast. So it's a big week next week, dude. I'm, yes, actually, a little, I'm actually a little nervous. I'm excited at the same time. I have the gimbal ready to go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be very... There's going to be some high quality footage. I have this for sure right on top of me. You're making me fall in love with you, buddy. <laughs> get a get a room. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but I'm super ex- I'm super excited. I'm I'm very very excited for next week. Um, I'm not gonna be able to sleep Monday night because this is you know and and it's nothing paranormal really. It's just the history of how the legend of Sleepy Hollow came to be, like the whole history of Sleepy Hollow. Because Sleepy Hollow is a big place to go for Halloween. So um, this is your bag. You know what we should do. 
eventually plan a trip to Roswell. Do that. That'll be I was so, be my area. I was cool. so close to Roswell. You know that? When I went to Vegas, I was so close. I saw signs. Highway. I was like, oh man, I want to go. go to the cafes. We'll interview some locals. No, we're it's we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna do some crazy things, man. We got a uh, other news before we end is um, I have a real estate agent who has ex- had some haunting stories from places he sold. Uh, Joe Constantino. We're gonna be interviewing him, going to his office, doing an interview about stuff that he's seen in these in the real estate market with houses that are really old. So that's going to be really, really fun. Um, so we've got some things coming up and some videos that will be... Not every episode will have a video, but we're doing videos now. And um, I'm looking forward... So, so basically you're saying he'll sell you a two-story and then he'll give you three stories after you move in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I forgot to tell you about this story. <laughs> Not the story of the house, but that, that you know, that someone died there. No, I don't know what he's going to say. You know, he, he I, I pitched the idea to him and... Uh, he got back to me and said, let's do it. So I'm assuming he has stories. Um, I shared the reel that I made and he was all about it. He shared it. So, um, you know, and it's, it's something that's not uncommon. It's it's common. Um, certain states and certain cities have to disclose whether or not someone died in a house. It's actually like illegality in certain states, I yeah, believe. Yeah, they have to tell you now. Um, they never used to have to tell you before. And there's a lot of shows on Discovery Plus and outlets that I've watched online that have stories of realtors telling you know, people like, yeah, there's things that happen here and we've had seven families move in and out in the last three years. And they're like, why? You know, matter of fact, Lindsay from The Chilling Podcast, her, um, she was on two TV shows. And um, one of the shows, you see her and her friends go to a realtor to try to find a place to stay off campus so that they can live together because they were in college when all her weird stuff started happening. And it started happening from the house the realtor gave them and she, the realtor on the show was hesitant to give her the house because so many people were moving out of there and it was a, mm-hmm. it was a perfect place for them three girls three rooms in this house as soon as she moved in that's the premise of her podcast a whole bunch of shit started, started happening, happening when she moved into this house starting from her sleeping and dreaming of things and then it manifested into something bigger and that's the premise of her of her podcast and she tells this elaborate story which guys, if you got to check out that that podcast, Chilling Podcast, it's on season two, episode one just dropped. So I do share love the other podcasts because I've listened to her podcast, I've had her on this podcast, and it's crazy. Her story's petrifying, right? Like some scary shit, and goes to show you with this episode that she's telling this story, but if she airs it out on other places, there's gonna be skeptics to her story, regardless of how much in depth she tells it, the witnesses, her being on two television shows. Some people just, in fact, won't believe. It's unfortunate. But that's going to conclude this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, where we were talking about trending social media paranormal occurrences, whether to believe it, whether to believe it or not, and stuff that we have going on in the world where social media and media is just taking thoughts and facts and just twisting it. It's just hard to believe. And this is all made possible by Spotify for Podcasters. If you haven't heard about Spotify for Podcasters, it is the free app that allows you to get your podcasting idea out there. If you have a phone, tablet, or a computer, you just download Spotify for Podcasters, pitch your idea, get your podcast out there. It gives you everything you need to edit and air it on outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other outlets. And you can even make money while doing it. And the best part about Spotify for Podcasters, it is entirely free. So if you have a podcast idea and you want to get it out there, 
download Spotify for podcasters. How was that, Joe? That was a, that was fucking phenomenal. Like <laughs> that transition got me. I was like, I wasn't ready for it. Like I didn't know you. Were, I was like, how was he going to transition? I was in, and it was like, bam! And then it hit me. I was like, this, was, this guy's good. That's why I'm not that nervous next week. I think I'll be able. I to, think you'll be all right. I think I'll I think be, all, be right. all right. I think I'm, I'm just here for moral support. I just talk shit. And I just want to give some <laughs> shout outs to the people that I mentioned on this episode. Sleepy Hollow Country on IG, just how I said it, Sleepy Hollow Country. Go follow that. Ghost Magnet Paranormal on Instagram. That's Bradford. He was on the uh, on the podcast before. He's a great, great, great page. A lot of content. He has multiple social media outlets, all of them Ghost Magnet Paranormal. Go to Instagram and head over there. You could actually find his YouTube page. Been watching his YouTube page. Um, super cool stuff. He went back to the Conjuring House, got some cool stuff. Lindsay from the Chilling Podcast. Go check out her page. Lindsay from the Chilling Podcast, that's her plug on Instagram and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, you can go check out her podcast. Super cool, super crazy story. Lindsay from the Chilling Podcast. So guys, until next week where you'll hear me and Joey on a phone call, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy Podcast. Mm-hmm.